Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Chisels on 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender or body or anything else like that. 3CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants, paying respects to elders past and present and acknowledging our LGBTI Indigenous elders for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land. Well, um, we like to have all musical genders on this show, so we opened up with James Barnes and Ian Moss, a.k.a. Chisels, and Bo River, that one originally, of course, from the Circus Animals album, and that one from the Chisel compilation um, of around 2001, just after they did the last wave of summer comeback album. And, well, all genders need accurate documentation, and um, wanted to bring that up in light of an announcement made this week that there's a couple of consultations for intersex, trans and gender diverse Victorians and presumably family members as well on some birth certificate reform, which is very, very welcome. The government really moving um, fast on this now um, at the state level and a good consultative process. They want your say, but it's only intersex, trans and gender diverse and family members... Um, fundamentalists, sorry, you'll have to go somewhere else, um, try getting in a TARDIS to another universe. No, I didn't say that. Um, anyway, but um, it is really good to um, you know, have this, um, these consultations. Um, and of course, it's always handy just to run through the issues um, for people to consider. So what, um, where are we at at the moment and what um, would we like to see? What would be get us a bit closer to closer to gendertopia um well um ways what are the things the issues well of course a big one at the moment um is the requirement for surgery um trans women um, to have lower surgery trans men to have um, hysterectomy it's pretty strong anecdotal evidence around the trans and gender diverse community that some trans men have got away with top surgery and managed to get their birth certificates changed. I don't know how that has happened, says the halo going up above my head. But clearly, whatever the current situation is, it's not a um, workable situation. It's not fair that people should be sterilised to be their true self, all that sort of thing. So um, obviously wanting to move things forward. Um, And um, so um, that's obviously one thing. Um, 
and I think pretty much universal agreement, the ACT led the way in, in out of Australia's nine states and territories. Yes, there are nine. Did you know Norfolk Island had a parliament? Were you asleep in Year 7 geography like me? Probably, yes. I didn't know that until last year. But the ACT came a long way in a lot of these reforms last year. But um, let's see what we can do. Uh, learn from them, by all means. Um, the good peeps in the ACT are happy to offer their input as to where things could improve. So certainly getting rid of surgical requirements is one thing. What's another thing is that currently minors, there's no flexibility in Victoria. The ACT now has that with the relevant parental and or guardian approval. Um, so that's got to be a good thing. I think of um, someone like Eric Locke, although Eric wasn't born in Victoria, there's still the possibility of a gender recognition certificate. And um, for someone like Eric to have M on his birth certificate after the things he's been through would be pretty cool. He has turned 18 Happy, happy recent birthday, Eric. But, um, um, you know, for someone who is under 18, um, it would be helpful. I've had anecdotal evidence that um, some employers want to see a birth certificate. So even if you've been, been fortunate enough to have parents approve change your name, which may or may not be likely, what about um, the situation if you, if you haven't um, been able to change name or gender? It's got to be a double whammy. So that's going to help um, young people get a start on holiday employment, things like that, and make life easier without outing and in breaches of privacy. That's got to be, um, you know, good for business, so to speak. Um, in the words of the immortal wrestling commentator, Jim Ross, business could, needs to pick up. Um, so that's another issue. Um, what else needs to be considered? Um, more than two options. Now, this is probably one which I think, you know, would cause um, discussion. I wouldn't even say debate in the trans community. Some people say, do we need a marker on a birth certificate altogether? Unfortunately, I think we still at least need to have that option. There are lots of cisgender people and they have their rights in society to have a marker, but there are um, lots of trans and gender diverse people who want it. And I've got to say recently it was nice when I finally, and don't get me started on a certain service that um, didn't do so, if they didn't deliver, I did get a passport recently with an F on it for some upcoming travel. Um, stay tuned next week for stuff about that. Um, but, um, and I didn't realise how much it sort of meant and got a, um, got a huge amount of likes on Facebook, which was really cool. So, um, you know, I think a lot of trans and gender diverse people are still to get the right marker on big documents like passports and birth certificates. Some people will want it, whatever it is, male, female, um, something else. Um, but I totally acknowledge some people don't want to put a gender on their birth certificate. Um, so let's give people flexibility. Let's make it as close to 100% inclusive for all people who need it as possible. So there's some options. The other thing to consider is the issue that comes up a lot of so-called forced trans divorce. And that's a big issue in, um, you know, for the couples where one person transitions during the relationship, um, well, the, that person can't, uh, and they stay together, that person can't change their birth certificate given the current um, uh, roadblock that is the federal marriage law because a marriage at the moment it has to be We'll say M and F by birth certificate, um, into, in, to give it a more exact phrasing than heterosexual or whatever else, or male and female. 
something like that. So if we had um, equal marriage, um, we wouldn't probably be needing to do this. But getting stuff in there forced to stop so-called forced trans divorce would be helpful. So if you're a trans and and or gender diverse person, perhaps a family member, uh, well, here is your chance to have a say. The Commissioner for Sexuality and Gender, um, Ro Allen, who I better get off my bunsies and get on this show, um, invites you to participate in a consultation session and you can choose one. There's two, uh, one of two, um, uh, Monday the 9th of November. So if you're listening to the first broadcast of this show on Sunday afternoon, and that's tomorrow, um, and if you're listening after then, well, you've missed this one, but Monday 9th of November, 2 to 3.30 p.m., but giving you a bit more time, particularly if you're listening to the repeat, um, 5 till 6.30 p.m. on the Thursday, the 12th of November, where Department of Premier and Cabinet, Level 13, 1 MacArthur Street, Melbourne. If you forget all of that, um, look on, um, contact me um, somehow via Facebook. I'll give you all those details in a minute. Um, and read best to register on by the 6th of November to Alicia Johnston, um, Alicia Johnston at dpc.vic.gov.au. And if you forget all that, um, just as I say, look for this um, photo on Facebook, which has all the details. But we would really like, um, and I say we, I suppose I'm speaking for myself, but I'm pretty confident I could speak for Transgender Victoria. The more input, the better. Uh, let's make sure that this is a process that is owned by trans and gender diverse Victorians and families. So nice to see a big ticket item taking another step closer to reality. Um, exciting times for trans and gender diverse Victorians. And hopefully we can come up with something pretty good that maybe um, could shave a few corners in process for other states and territories, including Norfolk Island. Um, if you forget any of the details of those consultations, well, where do you get in touch with me? You can look for me on Facebook or 3CR out 855am out of the pan. You can text on 61401078981 or email outofthepan855 at gmail.com or Twitter at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. So good to see lots of um, some stuff happening long overdue. And I must admit, um, some people are just getting very excited about this. And I've got to say, to see this reform happen, that will make Victoria's laws very, very inclusive. Well, Let's um, let's get it done. Um, of course, um, with I suppose the small caveat I'd put on the enthusiasm is we've got to make sure it gets through the upper house, but not impossible. Um, we'll cross that bridge when it comes anyway. All right, I'm in a bit of an Australian music um, sort of theme this week. So this week is all five tracks will be Australian music. Let's have another one from, well, the raconteur since... Um, he left Men at Work in the, or Men at Work sort of had their first run that ended in the 80s. Um, Colin Hay and an acoustic version of um, well, what for me is one of his most um, poignant tracks, Waiting for My Real Life to Begin. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Over 7.5 million people tune into community radio stations around Australia each month. Just like you, they're tuning in to get diversity, alternatives and to escape from the predictability of mainstream media. 
That's good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're getting stuck into the garden show. Good afternoon and welcome to Ruminations here on 3CR. Welcome to another edition of Great Voices, 3CR's classical vocal program. Good morning and welcome to the Latin American Update program, 8.55am. Every day, 3CR brings you current affairs, local music, gig guides, activist information and community views and voices. Make sure you join us. Call 9419 Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to... Fill in the dots, you know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, fill in the... 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, We're at 8.55am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by... By Neil Mitchell. Stalking Melbourne. No, nothing of the sort. 3CR 855 AM digital 3CR.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, um, a show covering pansexual issues. Love you, Neil. <clears throat> um, Colin Hay, Going Somewhere, it was the album, and um, the track was Waiting for My Real Life to Begin, which I think originally appeared on the Topanga album in the early 90s, that one in the early 2000s, an acoustic version. Um, and a great rack on to Colin. Um, I remember um, a few gigs, and you can see a few YouTube clips of this, where um, Colin talks about um, how some a drunk came up to him sometimes and said, yeah, loved your song about the goats, mate. And Colin goes, uh, which song do you mean? You know, goats appear and fade away. Overkill for a minute, work days. I think I'm in a bit of overkill today, and I haven't had any caffeine. Who knows? All right. Um, I've got to say I've had an... An exciting week, and um, not the least of which is, um, well, I always say this is a face for radio. Now it's um, a face um, for online writing. I had the privilege this week of starting to do some columns for SBS Online, one of our great media outlets, along with Auntie ABC, I think it's fair to say, and community media that we um, just heard um, Rod sing its um, praises thereof to wit. Um, And... um, I've got to say, it was an interesting topic to pick for a first column. I thought, what am I, how can I just sort of get the ball rolling, so to speak? So I thought, I know what I'll do. Talk about the diversity within diversity. We talk about LGBTI and sometimes think, you know, it can end up a bit, you know, sort of, oh, well, that's just one community. I think it's really good that um, people use the phrase, which I must admit I forget I do some t- to do sometimes, and that's LGBTI communities, plural, because... You know, there are different needs in each community. Some are similar. We're often brought together by um, heteronormativity or gender normativity that sort of, and um, um, researcher Liam Leonard created the wedding cake model, which sort of has male and female body on the bottom, masculine and feminine and um, sort of heterosexual in three layers. I can't remember if it's that order. And, of course, all of LGBTI 
um, or overwhelmingly all of GLBTI, mostly give or take, sort of, um, well, breaks up your wedding cake, so to speak. Um, doesn't quite divorce it. It just um, makes for a different ceremony. And so the thing that I, I wrote about was the diversity within the trans community. And it has been great this year, I think, to see overwhelmingly. I haven't spoken about this a lot, Caitlin Jenner. I think she has um, raised the interest levels higher. I acknowledge that the celebrity culture thing is everyone, so I don't have cable, so I don't really know about those things. Um, and, you know, I acknowledge that there's someone from a very um, wealthy and privileged background which um, obviously makes life easier when if you're facing a challenge in life if you've got a bucket load of money you can you know solve your problems a lot more easily um, for sure so um, I think that um, you know but overall Caitlin Jenner's done a lot of good the point is that people often see just a tra- you know the most vo- visible images of trans women Laverne Cox of course is great and Kate McGregor provide visibility and provide it in different ways but um, important um, to have a look um, at this um, um, issue of diversity within diversity um, for trans which I wrote about which you can have a look at the article online good to see that um, wow um, you know that of course we have our um, indigenous um, LGBTI community including sister girls and brother boys great to see people like Star Lady and Kai Clancy um, getting out there and of course talking up their stories one day I'll track them down and have them on this show um, my guest list is growing. Um, good. And that'll keep me out of trouble. And, um, of course, we have the different, you know, often there's differences for people in metro areas versus regional and rural, and sometimes that can be broken down further. Um, outer metropolitan areas can often have similar issues more to, say, regional centres compared to, um, and are more have more in common in that way than um, inner city, which, you know, by and large in Melbourne and Sydney is probably... Are pretty re- you know there's worse places to be trans or any of all of LGBTI, but it's something that I think we need to keep think keep being mindful of. We often hear people say, "Oh, it's getting better now." Well, overall, yes, but then when we start breaking it down, um, we you know look at it a lot differently. Um, there seems to be um, still somewhat of a struggle for bisexual men, for example. If we go under the B, for example, have some bees buzzing in. Um, which I always like to do, um, it seems like there can be more challenges for them. What about bisexual and non-binary people sometimes ignored altogether? Um, and by bisexual, I'm using that as an umbrella term for anyone attracted to more than one gender, including, say, pansexual, queer, polysexual, omnisexual, um, heteroflexible, homoflexible, and other things. And it was interesting, there was a whole heap of terms in an article recently, including one I hadn't, heard of and need to find out more about scoliosexual um but i'm you know it is important you know everyone's identity is of course their own but there's all sorts of issues i think one of the highlights of the program for me this year was having the gang from melbourne aces on talking about asexuality which i think often is not understood or perhaps is stereotyped in its own ways too so really important that we're you know keeping up with diversity in diversity as i like to call it and that um, we keep being aware of everyone's stories. And on a more difficult night, I was talking to a colleague earlier this week who is the only about the only contact that a homeless gay couple have who are literally living under a bridge. And I just, I was almost in disbelief. You know, I try to, I, you know it's denial perhaps more than disbelief. But um, this couple is forced to put on apparently a very masculine pretense to survive. 
And I just think, how on earth do you get people out of a situation like that? Well, you know, we then get into the, you know, haven't got a, an address, so how do you tap into Centrelink or perhaps get a Medicare card and so on? Lots of things to consider that to to be mindful of. There's no, you know, there's no shortage of difference and people to discuss. And, of course, if you're interested in issues of um, homeless, don't re- remember the, sh- the sewer show, um, Squatters and Unwa- Unwaged Workers Association, 5.30 every Friday night on 3CR. All right, um, keeping in with the Australian music theme today, because we can, once in a while, why not? Because um, we can, um, in excess, um, one of the... Um, great Australian bands um, are dressed in great peace. Um, Michael, miss you very much um, as a music fan. And you know, I know they've had other lead singers since, but it, I don't know, there was just something charismatic about Michael that um, you know, just did, um, you know, that I think brought the band together. And of course, they're all great musicians and songwriters, but it just, I don't know, the magic, maybe not quite there since. I'll no, just no. Um, Disrespect, of course, to um, John Stevens or J.D. Fortune. But anyway, this was when it was probably just about beginning to get to its peak and, um, well, and also gave a boost to the careers of Shireen and Jenny Morris. Here's Burn For You from The Swing. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon or any time really when you're listening, on demand, um, podcast, repeat, um, standing on your head, I don't know. Um, In excess from the swing and burn for you from mid-80s, 85-ish, I think, was when that was originally produced. Does that mean it was? it's the 30th anniversary of that CD? Um, could it be? Um, I think I probably had it on one of those big vinyl CDs to start with. Um, 1984. Oh, it's 31. Birthdays. I had a nice card from one of our regular listeners during the week, Ruth, who said that when you're 50, it's like the it's like the Queen's Jubilee. You should celebrate it for longer than just the day, maybe a month or a year or something. That's not a bad idea. And I must admit, I think that sometimes, you know, we talk, I opened the show today talking about birth certificates, for example, and, you know, the difficulties that having the wrong birth certificate can face for minors or adults. And often we get um, a bit drowned, and reasonably, I suppose, enough in the challenges of LGBTI life. But, uh, you know, sort of, I think sometimes we forget to celebrate a bit and just, you know, take some positives. Early this year was the 20th anniversary of my coming out, and I thought, well, I just want to mark this. It's, you know, it's been an interesting 20 years. And so I got together the people who've been critical friends and supports over the years. And, um, you know, we had a dinner together, any excuse for Thai food and a couple of refreshments. But I was very moved that people just said, I would so love to come. What a great idea. And I think we need to do a bit more about this. And I suppose the other thing that it's led to is a colleague and I were discussing recently the idea of what is queer culture. Sometimes we're held together in our um, I'll say EVS communities for a second, Rainbow, GLBTIQ, etc., um, by, you know, the, we'll say the, the discrimination and the negatives. Is that the way to bind us together? You know, I suppose it does, but are there other things we could do? What is queer culture? What is celebrating um, LGBTI item about? 
I think it's a it's a fair question to ask. Maybe one we can start exploring together on this show. If you've got ideas, um, pop them in to me um, via all the usual means at Sal Gold said so on Twitter. Um, text in six one four zero one zero seven eight nine eight one. Um, email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. What is queer culture? I mean, in the past, it's probably been associated with mm, dancey music and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I don't really think that's quite where it's at. Um, so is there more to it? All those sorts of things. But what bring, you know, what is it that's positive? And I've got to say, there's been reports in the last couple of weeks of a pro, a report in the paper. So I shouldn't just say reports in a loose way like that, but of a pride center, which I think is an idea that's got some merit. Um, you know, we have a Lithuanian club, um, which is actually where the Tilda Film Film Festival is on this year, which is coming up this week. Have a chat about that um, in the next segment. Um, but, um, um, you know, if there's an Irish club, a Jewish club, um, Italian clubs and so forth. And um, there's all sorts of places where people of a similar, we'll say, background can go. A GLBTI club, a space, not a doof doof nightclub, um, some of us want to have a conversation, thank you, um, might, I think, would be a very useful thing. Obviously, going to take some working out, uh, make sure it's inclusive of everyone and, you know, respectful and all that sort of thing. But I think that, um, you know, that, well, I think Melbourne is bidding to get a good reputation for being that way, particularly after the community forum that happened a couple of weeks ago, people working pretty closely together. And maybe that's a place where over a couple of sherbets or caffeines, as is one's desire, we could discuss the ideas of a, um, you know, of queer culture. What does it mean? Um, maybe we haven't really um, explored it enough. I mean, maybe you know, gay men, maybe you know, and bisexual men to some um, to some extent, the, the sauna aspect of it. What is trans and gender diverse culture? You know, is it a culture that? does bust binaries in some way, hashtag binary busters for the tweeters. Um, lots of lots of things to think about, um, you know, that we can explore. Um, so these are sorts of um, things that would like to consider. What, what, can we, what do we do that, you know, takes some positives for our little world and um, has a bit of fun with them? Who knows what they could be? Well, um, you could have fun. You could have a bounce. You could be, in the words of a Jade Leonard song, a funny bunny. Let's have a listen to queer artist Jade Leonard and that particular single, which is now from five years ago, 2010. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Are you a keen reader with an unpublished manuscript? Do you want to be a writer or are you interested in how others have written their books? Listen to Jan Goldsmith speaking with authors and those in the writing business on Published or Not, 11.30 till noon on Thursdays and, of course, on 3CR.
As world leaders meet in Paris for the United Nations Climate Summit, we, the people, will gather across Australia and march alongside people in hundreds of major cities around the world to create the largest climate rallies in history. On the evening of Friday, the 27th of November, the Australian Conservation Foundation urges you to join us at the State Library of Victoria at 5:30 p.m. We'll then weave our way along Swanston Street to the clocks at Flinders Street Station. From here on in, we're all in. Australian Conservation Foundation is a 3CR supporter. Thrissiar eight five five AM digital thrissiar.org.au out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon, um, Wednesday morning. If you're listening to a repeat, um, have I got it right yet? On demand, all sorts of ways you can listen, of course, um, and um, via podcast. Um, usually available within about an hour of the show. Although the week gone because of the funny holidays and things in Melbourne, We're not quite there. Um, things that are coming up in the community this week. Um, where are we at? Um, it's a bit quiet this week. Um, TG Meetup at DT's on the second Tuesday. The Poly Discussion Group. Keep checking on Facebook um, is probably the best for that one um, because of the ongoing um, meeting place issues. And um, the Trans Anxiety Group is on um, in Carlton in location on inquiry via transgendervictoria.com or 03 Um What else is a coming up? Uh, let's have a look. We can go through to Saturday the 14th. That's that busy second Saturday seahorse in the um, Inner East. Chains for the Kingsters. Um, lots going on. And, well, lots coming up this week, of course, because it's the second annual Tilde. Tilda. I knew I'd get it wrong. I'm sorry. Tilda. It's that thing that's hard to identify. It's a bit like gender. I should be in advertising. No, maybe not. I'm too honest. Anyway, um, Tilda is Melbourne's international film festival created to showcase and support the work of trans and gender diverse filmmakers, along with works that have trans and gender diverse content. Stories that have the power to heal, connect, agitate, educate a vision of a positive and authentic representation of gender diversity and a dialogue to create a, a desire to create more dialogue between as well as the sharing of stories across communities both locally and globally. What a great mission and what a great festival that will run from Friday the thirteenth to the Sunday the fifteenth of November. And wow, um there's a mountain of great programs. Um, let's just run of great things. I'm not sure how sessions are going, but um, and this week, this year at the Lithuanian Club, um, because last year got very squishy in the end at Trades Hall. Um, so it's great that it's grown. Um, so the opening night um, doors open seven thirty um, two four one plus one hundred crushes chapter six. They um, and. If you're under 18, you've got to be accompanied by a responsible adult in the um, bar area, but not in the cinema space in other areas in the venue. Um, Two for One is a Canadian story about a trans man, Adam, and what happens when his ex-girlfriend contacts him out of the blue. Um, and it's a huge um, winner of awards in Canada at Seattle and um, 
other places, so that's cool. And um, 100 Crushes, Chapter 6, um, um, talks about someone using the pronoun they, which is, of course, still, for some people, a bit, you know, they're having trouble getting their heads around it. So there's some good, uh, a great opening night. And um, let's have a look at some other sessions at random. Session 2 um, is the shorts, get your shorts on, of whatever gender. Um, and that's from... Um, tw- doors open twelve thirty four one. Um, single tickets, um, sort of um, fifteen dollars, ten dollars concession, um, and all that sort of stuff. You've got um, a a film from New Zealand, Coco Solid, um, My My from Australia, You're Dead to Me, um, um, which is, could be a bit challenging. Talks about a tragic anniversary date from the US, Performing Girl. Um, a queer transgender Tamil Sri Lankan American actor. Got to hand it to um, Tilda for their diversity. Sissy from Canada, imperfect in my imperfections from Aotearoa Roa, and Beyond the Mirrors Gaze from Canada. So that's a, a great um, um, selection of shorts. Session three is The New Man from Uruguay slash Chile. So there's some more diversity. Um, and how someone... Um, originally supported the Sandinista revolution and now has affirmed a female identity. Now, that's going to be an interesting one um, for sure. What else um, we've got? So just a mountain of great sessions. Saturday night um, um, is an 18 and over one from Sweden, um, which talks about um, two youngsters at the margins of society who... um, struggle to accept the reality of attraction and implications for sexuality for falling for someone else. Hmm. Um, so there's some interesting stuff. Um, so, yeah, look, just an absolute um, welter of great films um, coming up at Tilda, and well done to all the crew involved in there. Um, you know, it's um, Liz and co, um, um, you know, putting it all together. Um, we did have them on last year. Liz Alexander is the director. Steph Dool, the assistant. Anna Stevens, who's been in, was involved with Seahorse, is the lead programmer, along with Cal Andrews. Um, other volunteers: Emily Dwyer, um, Ollie Fabigny, um, Amanda Marks, a fabulous writer and spoken word performer around town. Uh, Meg Hale, Larry, um, other supporters: the fabulous Zoe Birkinshaw, Tom Cho, Ursula Dawkins. Um, Leuli Estragi, Cerise Howard, who's been involved with Queer Film and Fab Bass Player for many years, Louise Malcolm, Tara Phillips, Ash Pike, um, a whole gaggle of um, people in there. So it's been a great um, um, volunteer, um, totally volunteer-produced um, festival. And um, so um, also mentions um, intersex. And I've finally found the right pronunciation of tilde, tilde, tilde um, a equivalency or similarity between two values or approximations. And when um, we like the fact that there's a thereabouts on you, gang. So that should be really, really awesome. So lots coming up this week. Um, once again, let's just um, uh, mention those consultations on birth certificates for Victorians in my best Butch Bill Laurie voice. Um, they are... Um, as I can scroll down as we speak, scroll back up, Monday the 9th of November, um, 2pm to 3.30, or Thursday the 12th of November, 5 to 
at Department of Premier and Cabinet Level 13, 1 MacArthur Place. Um, if you are listening on the Sunday, want to get to the Monday one, just register as quickly as you can. Um, look for the details on Facebook, um, Alicia Johnston at dpc.vic.gov.au 96512210. So lots coming up, and of course we are heading towards one of the important days on the trans calendar coming up the weekend after, um, or a few days thereafter, is Trans Remembrance Day on the 20th of November. Such an important day of the year, a difficult one for many people. Make sure you perhaps start gathering your supports around you. But I think one of the things that Tilda does is it is just such a great place for trans people to get together and boost each other and strengthen each other, a great social place, which... You know, I think is something we need. Maybe we need to put in a couple of cinemas in a pride centre. Um, maybe not. Um, bit 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 difficult or something like that. But I think it's really important. We just have safe spaces, fun places to hang out and just be. Whether we're a funny bunny or not, um, funny bunny. The um, track by Jade Leonard dedicated to the fab Fabby Dabby Kesara. Um, hello Melbourne. I've got to say goodbye, Melbourne. Goodbye, Victoria. Goodbye, Australia. Goodbye, world, for this week um, because um, I've got to make way for the crew from Freedom of Species um, who, well, probably have had a lot of things on their mind this week with um, the um, horse races and stuff going on. Um, But, of course, they'll put it to you in their um, informed and objective way. And two o'clock, two o'clock in Schlecklopedia, I can never say that, queering the air at three. Um, if you are listening on the Sunday, remember to get into all of the great 3CR programs um, via um, the various means, podcasts and others. And I'll take it out today, finishing up our Australian music with another independent artist, this time more in the rock end of things, Michelle Parsons from the Uncover Me album and Look Twice. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.